Welcome to the Jacksonaz Church Podcast. This is a podcast designed to give you an inside look into the ministries and the people of Jacksonaz Church in Jackson, Michigan. Let's get started. Well, I'm James Haldane. I'm the executive pastor here at Jackson As and your host for this episode of the Jackson As Church podcast. I've got with me today Crystal Watts, who is our kids and family pastor, and Ryan Pennywell, who is our creative director. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Hey, thanks. Hey, hey. We are talking today about two ministries coming together to reach people in and beyond our church. It's our group's ministry and our family ministries coming together in what Crystal and Ryan co-lead as our family group. And so we're going to jump right in and just talk about, I'd love for you guys to share with our listeners, like where did the family group idea, like, hey, let's have a group for families, and this is how it's going to be structured, and this is what we can do. Where did where did that come from, and like when did it begin? Yeah, um, I, it came from my mind somewhere. That's kind of scary, <laughs> right? Um, I have this huge desire to bring families together because for so long we've been well, before COVID anyway, we were going in 10 different directions. You know, you have a kid that needed to be at dance and a kid that needs to be at soccer practice. And then when you're together, there's still a list of agendas. I kind of, my heart's desire was to create a space, um, maybe even outside of the home that the family could be together and just have fun. Fun is a really big goal of family group because we know that fun is important. Um, you and I, James, we might get together with our families or like we might go have a cup of coffee with Ryan or something, all of us, and that's how we connect. But kids connect through play. So if we want our kids to trust us and um, be close with us and connect with us, we've got to play with them. So I thought, what is the church doing to help that, to help foster that? And I thought we should create a place that adults and kids come together um, outside of the busyness of life and just connect through play. So a big part of family group is play. Um, that, that's the biggest, one of the biggest parts, but there's more to it than that. Obviously, we also know that kids that stay with the faith, like a lot of research su- suggests that um, they, that kids need to connect with their parents through conversations of faith. And so in our family group, I was like, man, how can we foster some conversations uh, of faith and real simple, right, Ryan? They're not like huge yeah. long ta- talks or anything. Yeah, and I think with um, kind of piggybacking off of that, uh, Crystal and I working together, and and uh, we went to Kenya together, and and just kind of our families got closer throughout all that, mm-hmm. and yeah. and we we started doing life together, and just the like our families. And we wanted to we wanted to paint that picture for other families to yeah. do the same. Yeah, yeah. And family group is a, a, looks a lot like how we hang out. Yeah. Like you start having these little organic faith conversations. Now in family group, we have more intentional, like where we'll do a little five minute faith conversation and show parents that you can have this. You can have this with your friends, like when you're hanging out with your friends. Um, 
So anyway, that was two of the really, really biggest goals of Family Group is that we wanted to create play for families to do together, and we wanted to allow some faith conversations to really show parents that you can do this, and it can be an everyday conversation. So, um, And we're hoping that people will have some of the connections, like what our family has, as a result of hanging out together for 12 weeks, that maybe um, they might decide to continue to hang out outside yeah. of that. Awesome. So you mentioned, Ryan, that you guys went to Kenya together. This wasn't like a, hey, guys, let's go on a joint family vacation. Yeah. <laughs> um, the two of you went with our OVC team on a storytelling trip to Kenya to meet church partners with our uh, OVC partnership with the churches over there. Um, what, what was that, four years ago? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah. So was it was it after that trip that this idea for family group as your families started connecting more through that whole experience was it around that time that the idea of family group started kind of coming together in your mind crystal or has this been brewing for longer than that? Or? You know what? I think the family group started, the very first family group that we started was before that. Was I remember having the family group pray for me, actually, because I yeah. was going to be going to Kenya. And that was when it was just me leading it. But the reason I got Ryan in on this, the reason I was like, oh, yeah, this guy is fun um, after a Kenya trip. And seeing all the crazy things that he did. And I thought, we need more fun. We need more Ryan. Because you didn't, you didn't see enough of his craziness just working with him. Right. Well, yeah. we saw that. Yeah. But then yeah, a whole new world opened up when he had a soccer ball and a bunch of Kenya children chasing after him. Um, it, was, it was awesome. Yeah. Cool. So uh, you mentioned fun is one of the great elements. And I love that because in our kids' ministry, for those who haven't been able to like peek into Kids City specifically... Um, fun is a big element in kid city. Like it's obvious that, that you help kids connect with biblical truth through play in kid city on a regular basis. Yes. Worship music is like whole body worship. There are emotions. Kids are jumping and spinning and dancing and running. There are games. Um, there are fun, creative activities in their small groups, um, you pull kids up on stage during your message often and engage them in a fun way. That was, so play is like all over Kid City, but but that's happening while adults are in the sanctuary, mm-hmm. sitting in rows and participating in, in a way that's like typical traditional worship for adults. And so this family group brings those things together, yes. which I think is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So give us an example of a kind of activity or game, some kind of fun that you have in family group. Like maybe just think of a, Oh, for example, one time we did this. (laughs) Um, I'm afraid to say it because then people might not sign up (laughs) or just show up. And that's a real side note on this, the family group, the way Ryan and I have structured it is it's a very much come when you can kind of group. I mentioned sign up. We definitely like it when people sign up because we can notify them if there's anything that changes their locations. But ultimately we want this to be the kind of group that, um, if you want to invite a friend to this group, invite a friend to this group, invite your neighbors to this group. We want it to be very, very open, um, and casual. And if you can come one week, great. If you can't come the next week, that's okay too. So just, I really want to emphasize that it is an open group all the time. We want you there. Yeah. Um, that sort of thing, but I'm sorry. And remind me of your question again. So I just went on. I give me a, mention. yeah, no, you're totally good. Uh, give me a, for example, oh, right. uh, what's a game or activity that you've done 
That's right, right, Ryan. I was like, yeah. I don't know if I want to say, tell them about the messy night. We did have one mess, a couple messy nights, one messy night. What was yeah, that? so um, just trying to get kids and adults to interact together in, mm-hmm. in different ways to kind of break down some of those walls and barriers. And one of the games that we did was the kids were sitting down and the adults had to slide their hands through. The kids were blindfolded and didn't know what food was in front of them. It was actually ice cream. So lucky them, but um, <laughs> the the parents actually put their hands through the back in and fed them um, without them seeing either. So uh, just it was really messy. funny. Yeah. Messy but fun. games like that. Um, so, so picture this, there's a kid sitting down with ice cream in front of them, but the kids blindfolded because so, so he or she doesn't know that there's ice cream in front of them. Their hands are behind their back, I'm guessing. Yeah. Parents reach through their sides and have yeah. to feed the ice cream to the blindfolded kid. So the yeah. parents can't really see what they're doing. The kids can't see what's happening. It sounds... And then they had to do it as fast as they could. Right. It was hilarious. <laughs> and everybody's fantastic. laughing and having yeah. a great time. And, and a lot of times, like those kinds of silly, messy things, we even can point it back to faith, like trusting and what trusting really looks like and what trusting Jesus looks like. Even when you're not sure of taking the next step or you're not sure of what's coming, you can trust. Um, and so we, we really try to do faith with fun together. That's the ultimately what we're doing. Yeah. Fantastic. Faith, fun. Fantastic. All right. So the group has met uh, a few different semesters, right? So our groups meet for 12 weeks in the fall, in the winter, and in the summer. And there's a few weeks in between, right? So you've met over a a few of those semesters. You've met at different locations. I know you've been at the church before, in Kid City and the Teen Center. Where else have you met? Um, Well, this summer, specifically coming up, anyhow, we're going to be doing uh, on location at people's homes that they've opened up for bonfires. Um, And so there's a couple families that'll be on our list of families who have said, yeah, come to my house. And so we'll all go there and have a big bonfire together uh, because we also another part of family group is connections. If, especially if you're kind of newer to the church and you're like, man, it's such a big church. I don't know if I have many connections. This would be a fantastic time to get connected with family group because you can connect with people around a bonfire um, and just meet new people. Right. Yeah. And originally uh, kind of where it started was popsicles in the park. Oh yeah. Yeah. So like that was the beginning of Crystal and Ryan really just taking a cooler full of popsicles into the park um, at Eller Sharp, no Cascades, and just being there and being present and mm-hmm. and uh, doing some some fun games and some teaching and but really just being present um, in the community and and that kind of led to some cool stories with yeah with kids coming coming over. And yeah. just random kids, right. That were yeah. there with their families, not affiliated with the yeah. church that saw popsicles yeah. and families having fun together. And we're like, Hey, can I have a popsicle? Right. Can I hang out with fun? you guys? Yeah. Yeah. That was an awesome outreach opportunity when we did it in the park. Um, I mean, yeah, we were just doing a story and yeah, like you said, popsicles and one little girl came over and was like, can I have a popsicle? We're like, absolutely. And her mom came over and she said, can we sit down and listen? Absolutely. It was, it was really cool to do. Yeah. That's kind of where, where it started. And that was really the only one that has been off site. um, Mm -hmm. Other than like we said, the summer doing bonfires. 
Okay, cool. So uh, you were talking earlier about how like you're open. So some groups, most groups are like sign up during this month and then signups close after a grace period and that's it. And the groups are set. Um, and there's a reason for that, right? Because the people who are in that group dive into some kind of vulnerable stuff together and they want to build community and connection and, and keep it a safe space. And, and that's all great. But there are some groups that stay open the whole semester. So uh, families can sign up or join at any time. And like you said, come when you can. Yes. And when you can't, yeah. don't worry about it. Your group, the family group is open all semester. Yep. So anybody can join at any time. Yeah. And we actually encourage people to bring new people. Like that's a, another goal of the group. So I feel like we have like 10 million goals of the, this group. I keep <laughs> yeah. saying that's another goal of the group, but there's so many layers to family ministry that could be so great, but it's another avenue for families to reach out to the community. Um, it's them reaching out and bringing their neighbors or bringing their cousins or bringing um, a kid's friend from school. Well, and I think the, uh, Chris and I were just talking a little bit ago about how how kids' faith is translated through other adults. So, like, yes. I just think of family group and how many connections I've been able to make with with other families, but then also with their kiddos where I'm at a soccer game and this kid's booking it across the field to say hi to me, and it's like, oh, hey. Like, it's, it's <laughs> yes. just so – it's so cool and so organic. And – and really, like, yes, it's come when you can, but you will miss out. Like, yeah, like you can you can miss a week, but you'll miss a week. So yeah, like, yeah. we definitely want families yeah. to commit to it because what Ryan touched on is a key component of what we call sticky faith. We talk about that around Jack's Naz about faith that actually sticks in our kids. Like there has been research and research and research done over the years. Um, and the recent one was instead of asking why kids grow up and leave the church, they were asking why kids choose to, why did they choose to stay in the church after high school? And one of the most influential factors was having an adult outside of your family that speaks faith into their life and not just any adult, but a consistent adult. So for instance, Ryan um, has been given the freedom by Jonathan and I, my husband and I to speak into the life of our boys, James, you as well. Like you've, we've said, yes, please. Like when my kid's having a bad day, I may say, you know what, why don't you call Mr. James or pastor James and, and talk to him. Uh, and so this family group could provide another avenue for families to connect with other men or women that they want speaking into the life of their kids. Um, and it's so, 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 so influential according to research. Um, and I've seen it played out in our wow. own life with our own kids. I just heard recently too, I don't remember exactly what the number was. I want to say it was like eight um, for kids to feel safe and connected at church on a Sunday morning. And this helps them transition from high school into adulthood. So from worshiping with their peers, like their whole life, like here at Jackson Naz, kids worship um, in developmentally intentional ways, right? So like little kids in ways that are designed for where they are in their age and their development, elementary kids, middle school, high school, all the way up. And then they transition into the sanctuary where all of a sudden they're the youngest people in the room and they feel like they're not connected to anyone. Well, what helps with that transition is for like every Sunday morning, for kids to be greeted by name by like eight different adults. It's it's supposed to happen that much every week. And when you've got 800 people in and out of the church every weekend, like there are a lot of adults and there are a lot of kids and most of those adults don't know most of those kids. Mm -hmm. 
And so family group is one of the avenues for more adults to learn more kids' names and greet them by name on Sunday morning, help them feel connected and safe and plugged in and transition into adulthood uh, worship later. Preach it. Yeah. So we all, (laughs) obviously, we all believe in this um, quite a bit. So let me ask you this. Um, What is like your favorite, if you can't pick one, just one of your favorite things about family ministry. We talked about like, here's another goal and here's another goal and here's another goal. But when you think about like, put yourself into a family group evening event, like what's one of the, one of your favorite things to see happening? Yeah. For me, at least, I think the biggest, like my most favorite part of a family group and how, how it works um, is breaking down barriers, breaking down barriers of uh, parents not thinking they're good enough to mm-hmm. talk about faith. Yes. Yeah. Thinking about um, parents not um, living out their faith like their kids are. I mean, a lot of these kids have deeper relationships with Jesus than their parents. And, and I feel like this family group allows for, all this to just kind of come together and, and not be barriers anymore. So we can be silly and we can have fun, but we do it all through like faith and, and living that out. Uh, so that would be one of my favorites. Yep. Yep. I kind of just want to be like, ditto, but I think I've, I probably should say more than that, but seriously, just watching these conversations unfold um, and seeing where the kids take it and see where the adults take it. And really, I get super excited. One of my things I'm most passionate about is empowering parents to say, you can do this. Like You can have mm-hmm. these conversations with the, with your kids. You can have them in the car. You can have them on the playground. You can have them at bed. Like Just have them. I was telling Ryan that I'm reading this that book again, that Sticky Faith book, and they were saying that some adults are like, well, I show my kids. I show them. I show them with my actions what it looks like to follow Jesus. And that is awesome. That is 100% needed. But the other 100%, like you need 200% to parent, right? The other 100% is that you have to be having faith conversations with your kid. And they don't have to look pretty. And you don't necessarily have to have all the answers. We're just pointing our kids back to trusting Jesus. Um, And so watching these parents have those conversations. And again, they're not long, drawn-out conversations. They're real, real short. Um, So... That's what I like. I so our our son, we have a son and a daughter. Our son just graduated high school last week. Um and so like I am face to face with like this is it. He's 18 like as of the day of this recording, he turns 18 tomorrow. Um and uh I'm like did I did I did we like do it right or enough? how many of those faith conversations did we have? Like, uh, and I just have to leave it in God's yes, hands and trust. Yes. And I know that I did the best that I could. That's what I was just going to say, James. Yeah. Cause you know, I say that all the time. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. you're doing the best you can. That's all we can do is the best we can. And that's my encouragement yes. for people listening to this, right? Like just do the best that you can, but the best that you can is to have some of those conversations, yes. right? Yes. Like to just, to get, this might sound a little harsh, but like get over yourself and, and just do it. Like you got to start somewhere and to do it imperfectly is okay. Cause we're all going to do it imperfectly because none of us is Jesus. Um, anyway, and let us us help you. 
None of us are supposed yeah. to have these conversations alone. I mean, there will be times you have them alone, but it's not all on you. Like I need Ryan and I need James and I need, you know, Bryce and I need people to speak in the life of my kids. Mm-hmm. And we want to speak in the life of your kids together. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So come on, let's do it together. Cool. That's what this is. <laughs> so uh, what are, we've talked a bit about the history of the group and what's happening now and the goals of it as it's like continuing to go. What are, what are like, give me one or two of the dreams that you have for this group. Like if it's going to, if it's going to be all that it can be, like, what might that look like? Ryan's really good at dreaming. Like we all have different gift mix and everything. And I want to be like the boots on the ground. Let's make it happen. But that's another reason why I pulled Ryan in on my team for family group. Cause he gets big dreams and we love that about him around here. So Ryan, what do you think? Do you want to share? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think with family group, uh, one of the things that like it just started so, so simple and, and too often times we can complicate things and we can make things so structured and so like, um, so much bigger than what it really needs to be. And, and this group has grown like exponentially. Um, but I think it, it all comes back to the basics and comes back to the simplicity of if we can have conversations and have fun around faith, then it will just continue to grow. Um, so I know that's not really a huge dream, yeah, but, it is. That's but it's great. just getting, getting parents to know that this isn't a scary thing. Like you can do it. Um, and you can encourage your cousin to do it. You can encourage your brother to do it. You can encourage your sister. Like you can encourage your neighbor. Like it is so like we say often that, uh, we have the greatest story ever. Um, and how do we encourage each other to share it? Um, and I think we do that through, through family group and uh, yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. I, I love that we keep coming back to fun. Yeah. Right. I I love the idea that faith and fun can actually go together. Like this, this is take that old idea of children are to be seen and not heard. Sit (laughs) next to me in the pew and don't make any noise and be a good, quiet, polite little, you know, cherub um, on Sunday morning in the pew during church. Like this is not that. Like this is exactly the opposite of that because this is real life leveraging play for connection and formation and like just this is memory forming stuff. And so when kids grow up and they reflect on like the the best parts of their childhood, how awesome for their faith formation to be among those memories because of things like the family group. So one more question uh, as we wrap up today, what do you want listeners of this podcast episode to take away from this conversation? So like if there was one thing for them to take away aside from join the family group and invite your neighbors and, you know, uh, help form in your family, in your kids, like faith that'll stick. What's the one thing that you want them to take away? Oh man, I'm going to narrow it down to one, huh? Um, of course, again, my passion area is being like faith that sticks in our kids. And so 
I guess the biggest thing is through connections. I want them to get connected with the people here at their church, their church family. I really, really want them to get connected. So even if it's not in family group, let it be somewhere. Um, Start somewhere where you're getting connected with other families so that your kids can see that our family isn't the only family that's trying to live out our faith. Um, You know, our friend Johnny, his, him and his family are trying to live out faith too. And so is my friend Jessica's family. They're living out their faith too. Like it's so, so, so important for our kids to see other families living out their faith. So I guess my biggest desire is I want families listening to get connected either, whether it's through a family group, some other group, just get connected. Your kids need that. Yeah. And I mean, you hit on it a little bit ago with, with, um, your son turning 18. Mm-hmm. Um, don't wait. Like I think every, every, um, couple before they had kids, they were like, Oh, we'll, we'll have kids when, when we do this or do that. And I mean, the reality of it is like, are you ever ready? And then if you wait until, yeah, just don't wait. Yeah. And it's never too late. Yeah, it's never too late. Tons and tons of yeah, grace to families who are like this. We're just beginning the and whatever. It's never too, never ever ever. Only takes one moment in a kid's or teenager's life to change the course of their life. So that is awesome, awesome. Well, thank you, Pastor Crystal. Thank you, Ryan, for being with us for this conversation today, and for everybody listening. We'll catch you next time.